Hello and welcome back to the You Thought Podcast. I am your host, Wyatt, with my regular cast of goons, Jared, Lucas, Aiden, and Bart. If you like anything you hear today, go ahead and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and not Facebook, but maybe one day Facebook. I still think that out. <laughs> the saga continues. People can keep dreaming about our Facebook page. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to start off the show with some news that we missed. Um, specifically, we're going to go into ad- uh, excuse me, Aaron Rodgers news. We, we kind of talked about it last time. The news dropped on the day of the draft, and apparently Adam Schefter claims that he only decided to drop it on that day, not necessarily because he had a source or because it was breaking news, but because he'd just been sitting on it. Um, <laughs> I don't really buy it. Does anyone around buy it at all? No, so so he in the in the article and in the tweet he said sources told ESPN on Thursday, so he's backtracking. Like he's lying. I don't know. He like, he lied one of the time, one of the two times, and he he came across as like really unlikable in the interview with Dan Patrick where he like mm-hmm. dropped that little thing. I was like, what? This is the real Adam Schefter? I don't know. He was like super combative. It was I, interesting. I have seen him on other shows, and he is pretty likable, and he gets along with a lot of people. But I do think that he is backtracking, and he and a lot of the other people who reported the same thing have been backtracking. Uh, there might be some Aaron Rodgers manipulation going on there, but it might have worked out because since then the Packers have offered Aaron Rodgers a significant long-term contract, according to reports. Uh, at least it's at least a rumor right now. We don't have any tangible numbers, but it could be. Uh, the con- is the contract even the problem though? What, well, what, what I think they just want him to commit long term so that way they can't just move on to jordan love whenever they want to mm-hmm, yeah gotcha <laughs> and speaking of commitment uh, the cardinals released albert pujols uh, the other day oh, no. he had a 10-year contract <laughs> I don't, did he get to the end of his contract i don't remember the, the angels released angels, yeah. angels excuse no. me angels. Um, <laughs> yeah it, it was in the last year right of his 10-year contract yeah yes yeah. they finally cut yeah i think I've seen comparisons of his numbers with the Cardinals versus with the with the Angels, and it's it's pretty rough. So yeah, like the, yeah. the Angels, I don't think feel very obligated, or clearly didn't feel super obligated to I don't know keep him around or like honor him. I mean, that's what you do when you sign like a ten year contract with what like a thirty. I know exactly. Yeah, no yeah, it's just like, it's just so. Yeah. I mean, ten year contracts in general, like in any sport, it's kind of crazy. That they they never work. Yeah, yeah. A Rod is a, is another example. Mm-hmm. The, the yeah. Mahomes one might be the one exception. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah, yeah we'll, see. <laughs> we'll see. It'll probably get changed. Mahomes will probably get changed before the time his contract ends. So yeah. it may not be a yeah, true 10 year contract. <clears throat> uh, Medina Spirit, the Kentucky Derby winner, failed a post race drug test. <laughs> so they, 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 caught the, they caught the horse for doping. It was, like <laughs> was a very small amount of they say, and everyone's denying all claims. But mm-hmm. I thought that that was a really funny story. That did you see it? Uh, Bob Baffert or whatever his yeah. name is blamed it on cancel culture. <laughs> this is the second what? time in the this is the second time in the last three years we've had a Kentucky Derby result blamed on cancel culture, which is just like oh the yeah because of the stuff like... ever. <laughs> because like two years ago there was like the interference or whatever by yeah. a horse. Yeah, yeah so and then. Uh, Trump tweeted like, "Yeah, I cancel that. culture has gone too far." And then this time, the owner yeah. blamed like the doping on cancel. Yeah, we're all waiting to cancel drugs. The Kentucky Derby. Exactly. Oh my yeah. God. I'm just well, I'm worried about the, like yeah. 
Yeah, there was like a steroid ointment or something I, for like yeah, it was so, yeah for his, for the horse's skin. Yeah, I'm just worried. I feel like horses in the old days were more ethical. These days, <laughs> yeah. the horses yeah. are yeah. just you know they They're just don't care. Really right. down the yeah. 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 New age horses just just don't get it. <laughs> um, and uh, after a long Those time away from the NFL, Tim Tebow is signing a one-year deal to play tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, it had been like three thousand days between uh, between times that you played. Oh no and, way! Uh, has it actually been that long? It was like yeah. I, the number was like three thousand sixty-five to be specific. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's been like ten years, right? Yeah, like, almost. So how old is he now? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Yeah. Is it, wow. Yeah, he had like two years with the Broncos, and then just wow, like right he the played money. bounce around. He's with the Jets. Six years think, with the Mets. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was with the Jets. A right. failed Broncos yeah. QB, and then yeah. uh, was... in the Mets farm system, now turned tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I just he's been, it's he's just, been called up. Yeah, anyway. it's an insult to tight ends and like football players everywhere <laughs> no, that this happened. Yes, it is. He's There's... a good athlete. Well, he's a good athlete. There are plenty of good athletes out there. Colin Kaepernick's a great athlete. Where's his contract <laughs> to play tight end? Yeah. Real quick. Over yeah, but look, Tim Tebow is just willing to do whatever it takes. You know, that's the thing. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So I, I he is that, that. He, he's that kind of guy. He's a lunch that? fail guy. He's a lunch no, fail he guy. He is. Yeah, he's, a nine to five, he's a nine to five guy. Yeah. First I guy and last guy out. In this case, it definitely Over under how many touchdown passes? Do you think they designed for him this year? Two. That he actually throws like, in the preseason because that's going to be the only that he time. Throws? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, that not, he not, not necessarily that he throws, but how many times is they, do they have Tim Tebow throw a touchdown pass and they, it gets completed? Two. I don't think I've ever seen a designed tight end pass. Yeah, but you've never oh, seen a designed tight end pass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just wait when the Jaguars that's, go yeah. freaking 12 and 4 yeah. and Tim Tebow has like 10 receiving touchdowns. Exactly. I know. Look, we'll it's going to we'll be, be spinning. There's going to be a play. You couldn't even do that as a quarterback, Jared. What makes you think you could do it as a quarterback? <laughs> oh no! There's going to be a moment where he's either in the wildcat or they do some weird motion and he throws a pass to Trevor Lawrence. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> it's going to be a wild. Honestly, Philly, like a Philly okay. special. Philly special. Yeah. You call Are you that? I, it? I'm going to yes, book that he's not even on the roster. I agree. Like four. I, t- I'm yeah, I four. agree. I don't think he's going to make it out of the preseason. Honestly, yeah. I just there's no way. Some Tim Tebow. I'm drafting Tim Tebow in the first round. I'm not hating him. I just like <laughs> he's never played tight end before, and he's also he's like 30, and, and he's, like he hasn't, hasn't played, played football, football in, yeah. in a decade. Yeah, yeah. he's a gadget he's... guy. I mean, he's healthy <laughs> around. All right. We're gonna move on to our first NFL topic. Uh, we're gonna titled "I'd Rather Die." Than so Aaron, Tim Tebow play <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can play in Jacksonville. But Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay. Tom Brady wanted out of New England. Eli Manning refused to play for the Chargers. And some player would, would rather never play again than to play for some certain teams. So, Lucas, I'm going to ask you, if you were in the situation of the three major sports, considering a team's record, prestige, city, weather, media pressure, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, what are the top three and bottom three teams you would want to play for? All right. I have a couple of questions for the group about methodology before we start. Should I go <laughs> best or worst first? And should I go three, two, one, or one, two, three? Because three, two, one. Yeah, like bet. least least extreme to most extreme. Yeah. Okay. And then best best first. Best first. Yeah. All right. So what I did was for each of the three major sports, I picked one team and then ranked them in terms of like of those who I'd want to play for. So the third place best team I'd want to play for is my only homer pick on here, and it is the Philadelphia 76ers. They have great uniforms. 
they have history but in like not an annoying like overwhelming way that like the celtics or lakers do or like the pressure that comes with playing on the celtics or the lakers like they've been consistently good they've won championships they're an old team but not in like a celtics or lakers way they've been really good recently they consistently are rated as having the best fans in the game highest attendance and really yeah um <laughs> yeah that I mean, shocks me wait, not gonna number, lie number one in attendance Oh, I think it's up there. <laughs> the highest. Okay, I meant I, one because of the highest. I would just have guessed that it'd be like the Lakers or Celtics. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, that's exactly one of the highest. I think it's like top five. Um, from when I looked this morning. Uh, but yeah, I think it's like a good culture. People like playing there. Fun team to be on. And the media is like somewhat harsh, but not that bad. It's not like it's not like playing in New York. It's like New York light. Yeah. All right, second best, the Oakland A's. No, no they're moving back. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> the blank A's, yeah. One, they're the best uniforms in all of sports. I will lay my life on You're the completely based off of uniforms. Can I guess yeah. you? I no, I guess not completely. Number, no, I feel like it is. I, can I guess your number one team when you come around to it? Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to try to guess, too. The A's, uh, very little media pressure, too. You just get to, like, vibe and play baseball. Um, and they're consistently good. Nice weather. I think Oakland A's. They just seem like a very likable franchise. They're everybody's second favorite team, as we've discussed on this yeah, podcast before. They're super, yeah. they're super likable, but, like, if you're a player and you're trying to get paid, like... Yeah. you're not getting but, well lucas you know? doesn't care he plays yeah. for the love of the game that's fair exactly that's, that's fair. what i'm asking for it's money pure. was not one pure. of the criteria yeah. here so <laughs> i'm not counting it so oakland days will be two and number one hold on can i say i got my guess too you you go ahead jared Wait, let's go on on three i'll go three two one and then guess okay okay oh my three two one the chargers, chargers. Oh no! <laughs> they planned that in advance. I knew that's what Wyatt was thinking, well, and I was like, "Okay, they had the best uniforms, the uniforms in football." And I was like, "He's just gonna go off of a game." They game. do have great uniforms. I did think about mentioning them for that reason alone. Anyway. Yeah, no, anyway. but number one is the Buffalo Bills. What? <laughs> yes. No. Listen. Oh my gosh. Am I being listen. Right now? <laughs> um, one, the best fans in the game. I think that's. Unequivocally true. Matt, they could do anything. Unequivocally. Unequivocally. Subjective. Somebody who's an Eagles fan, best fans in the game, they would love you regardless of what happened. Like, they, I think that. Like, like if you lost four Super Bowls in a row. For a <laughs> yeah. They're, they're still there after that. Yeah. I think it's just like a good human thing to be loved regardless of what you do. And that is what happens if you play for the Buffalo Bills. Oh my God. They do Bart, are you crying? Game. Bart's crying after <laughs> that. Oh my God. He was so moved. But anyway. <laughs> um, they're very good right now. I think you could, the next five years, they have a Super Bowl window. A window. Uh, they do have really good uniforms, too. That wasn't my highest criteria, but I think they have, like, top five NFL jerseys, in my opinion. I very much like them. Um, and there is no media pressure whatsoever. Like, you're in Buffalo. <laughs> so, like, it's if you're great, then, like, good exactly. job. Exactly. You're in <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> it's, it's lovely in the summer. I don't know. I'm a snow yeah. guy. They're the premier like, New York it. football team, you know? Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean the only New York football team. So, that is true. Yeah. Are the other teams in New Jersey or something? Is yes, that they are in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so yeah, okay. Buffalo Bills number one. Anybody else have any names they want to throw out there? Uh, I have one that I feel like particularly strongly about. I want to mention the Heat. 
I feel like I have the Heat on mine as well. Miami is obviously Miami. The Heat are historically good. And speaking of jerseys, those retro jerseys yeah. that they have with like the pink, yeah, uh, the retro coloring, I agree. delicious. In Miami, in general, they have uh, they have the same color scheme per se. I mean, they they do a really good job with their uh, with their uniforms. So I do yeah, have the Heat, yeah. but specifically, I would just go anywhere in Miami. Yeah, I had the Dolphins. <laughs> I had a different Miami team, but yeah, the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins uniforms a lot. Yeah, they're classic. They're on a good trajectory. I mean, I forgot the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're like a big baseball brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's LA, right? And like, I don't know, they just look like they have a bunch of fun. Like, And they always, even if you're not that good, they pinch hit so, I don't, I don't know, maybe other teams do this too. But I feel like every time I watch a Dodger game, there's like some random pinch hitter comes in the ninth and like hits a walk-off. It's crazy. Thieves the whole roster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I consider the Dodgers very strongly too. I did Them too. And yeah. the, the A's were like my top two baseball ones. But. Yeah. Yeah. I had the Dodgers my top baseball. Um, I think football, I, I feel like I was going off of coach a lot, but I have, I have the Steelers for football and the Spurs for basketball. Oh, like those are both like too. both like so very boring. established, like consistent. <laughs> why it's, why I want some excitement? They just, they're I don't just know. Boring you know you're gonna be fashion. good. You don't wanna you don't wanna play for pop, Wyatt. How could you not want to play for pop? No, and he I could be tied down. No, so he is a cool guy. <laughs> My thing was like, are you choosing because I feel like it's it's you have to distinguish between coach and organization. Like I thought about the Pats and yeah. the Spurs for that reason, but like is this yeah. like a hypothetical at any moment thing, or is this like right now? Because like those coaches are gonna be gone soon. Like and when Pop leaves, who knows how good the Spurs will be? <laughs> I was you know, thinking like, right now because we said yeah. we considered teams record, record and prestige. Yeah. Oh, I read I read that as yeah. like their historical record. Oh. Because the Spurs are the best team in all three major leagues, by the way. So that's warranted anyway, but. Yeah. Kind of nuts. <laughs> They've won six, one, eight, point six, one, eight of their games, which is insanity. That's crazy. Ever. That's awesome. crazy. Yeah. Oh god. Okay. Can you remind us of who the worst is, Bart? Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. Don't worry. I, I will mention it if you don't. Oh, geez. <laughs> I, I won't. Um, okay. So I'll I'll move into my worst then. My third worst to play for uh, is my basketball team. Is the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Memphis is a nice enough city, but it's a very small market. It's ever it's hard to ever be a star. I say having never been to Memphis, but <laughs> you've been to Tennessee. I've been to Tennessee, so <laughs> you know. But a nice enough city, I'm sure. But very small market. It's hard to ever be a star. I feel like it's impossible to be impossible to be a superstar there. Like think of players that have played for like the Grizzlies in the past. Name like four. Marcus All. John Moran. Zach Randolph. Mike Conley. Zach Randolph. Marcus All. Zach Randolph. Okay. Iguodala. Oh my god. Okay. They're not stars many, though. They're yeah, not stars yeah, though. They're, they're, they're like stars. You, you think of those guys as like good like blue collar, you know. Like <laughs> nine to five guys. lunch pal guys. <laughs> <laughs> not in the Tim Tebow way though. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But oh, so, but I think none of them are ever really stars. Even Ja, yeah. like coming into the league, I, I feel like has. He's good, but he's not a star by any means, and probably. Uh, I, think he, I, think he, I think he could be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess that's not really the. Once point. he gets like out of Memphis, he, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like he's fallen behind like the Lucas and the Zions of the world at this point, and I don't think he's ever gonna really elevate Ooh. himself to that level. But who knows? Anyway, their best players always leave. I feel like for the most part, and they've yeah. had moments of being good, but they're consistently bad. They're consistently not. A winning franchise. I think they have one yeah. Western Conference Finals appearance in their entire history, Oof. and no NBA Finals appearances. So, Oof. it's not winning. It's hard to be a star. It's a small market. Yeah. I think it'd be the least enjoyable NBA team to play for. To yeah. be fair. 
but Sacramento would. Uh, they were they yeah, were sanctity. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I put Sac- Sacramento was if I didn't pick Memphis or I pick Sacramento, but I think Sacramento got the edge because it's like it's nice. It's near Yosemite. It's like yeah. the weather's beautiful. Higher yeah. taxes though. That's true. Probably I don't know what taxes. <laughs> taxes <are>. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume. Just saying. All right, two uh, might be a, a tad bit of a controversial one, mm. but we've mentioned Miami positively a lot so far. I'm mm-hmm. going to mention Miami oh, negatively no. here yeah. with the Miami Marlins. Yeah. Um, I think it is truly worse to be irrelevant than to be hated, and I think playing for the Marlins is like the peak of absolute irrelevancy. Yeah. Like They've won two World Series and immediately yeah. won both of their World Series teams because <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> like their uniforms are fine. I don't love them as much as others in here might. I, so like that wasn't a make or break. I like the me. uniforms. Yeah. yeah, I think they're like fine. Yeah, they're um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they have no committed fans. It's just like, like even if you win, they like immediately ship you out. Like there's no staying power for playing for the Miami Marlins. Like it just seems like nobody cares. They try and revive the franchise in a million different ways. They're branding them as Miami, bringing in Derek Jeter, and nothing works. Yeah. And then last year, like their whole team got coronavirus. Yeah. So like that wasn't good. Either. Yeah. Yeah. They were actually kind of good last year. They were, were like yeah. okay, but I think it's because there's they're so used to playing in front of nobody that it's just I don't know. That's a bit yeah. of an advantage. You know. <laughs> so they, they just... kind of advantage. Yeah. I saw I mean, this. Miami... Oh, sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say Miami's a cool enough city, but I don't think it outweighs just like every bad, like every other yeah. guy playing for yeah. the Marlins. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I saw this thing on the Pat McAfee show. That like the the some old Marlins like GM or president or something like he was talking about like the tricks uh, with the media that they used to do, and he was like, if we couldn't afford a player, we would like put a story out there that he was like a bad teammate so that we like had an excuse to trade or something like that. <laughs> I was like, what? what? That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. And then my number one worst franchise to play for. Anyone want to take a guess? We have one sport left. I went the same sport order in both, which was yeah. unintentional. But what, what is? NFL's next, next Lions. The Jaguar football team. The Jaguar Lions could be Jaguars. Be up there. Yeah. No, the Jaguars is kind of nice weather, though. Am no, I, I went with the Jaguars. Them. I went with the Jaguars as the worst team to play for in sports. This man they're, hates Florida. Jeez. <laughs> it was not intentional. <laughs> um, yeah. No, but they are never really good in recent times. Like, they're, they were good very early in their history. They had the Blake one Bortles. good... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that one good 2017 year where they made the AFC championship. But other than that, I think they have yeah. the worst winning percentage in the last 10 years in the NFL. Oh, um, their uniforms aren't bad. They're yeah. like some weird hybrid of like trying to be like a soccer jersey with like the little packs. Yeah. And like, I just I like the matte <laughs> helmet. It just like doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, they have no expectations, but in a bad way. Like, no expectations can be good for the Bills because they're like, Yay, we love you no matter what. You're great. But with the Jags, like, just nobody cares. It gets into the Marlins thing, I think, where it's like they just – there's not a huge committed fan base. Um, you're always in danger of being moved to London, which kind of seems like <laughs> hell. That like, would be lo- terrible. Lo- I mean, London's cool, but, like, London's I wouldn't want to be an NFL yeah. player in London. Yeah, can you imagine, like, flying, like, six to ten hours for every single one of your games? Like, <laughs> I, I, I could not. Um Jacksonville is a fine city. Um, it has. Some, Have you, you know, never been there? I've never been there. <laughs> um, I saw it, but it you know it has the relevancy because of the the good place is prominently featured in that show. So mm, a little true. bit of cultural relevancy. True. Um, but it's just like 
It just seems like, and like everybody leaves too, like Jalen Ramsey (laughs) on and out. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I just, I just would not enjoy playing for the Jags. Like I think there, there are few upsides, and yeah, so they're my worst team. I had them listed as well, Lucas. So don't, uh, don't feel like you're being clowned or something. No, no, I I think it's fair. To be fair, it is super humid in Florida. That's not super attractive to most people. Jared, the taxes. That's all I gotta say. There's no tax there. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, so I would I would want to go there. <laughs> I don't know the, the, the like non like major Florida cities like even Tampa don't really look that nice to be mm. honest. I've like Google Streeted it. It doesn't look that cool. In my free yeah. time, I look. I just, sometimes I just go drive around the city. He'll go into Google no, World, okay. he'll turn I mean, it like, to satellite, like, and then he'll just explore. And that's how he determines <laughs> if he likes your city. I mean, you're looking. No, no, that was the street view, though. The street view, it was like it was boring. I mean, is that worse than not knowing anything about it? Like, I'm with you on that, Jared. It makes sense. Jared, you and I listen. I pay two dollars a month for Geo same now so <laughs> if you ever wanna big you ballers know, yeah. skills there's some use. in tampa yeah. I'll, I'll it. it's <laughs> never in the states or it's never in cities yeah. i played the tampa specific <laughs> geoguessing where they have to drop you in tampa you could like submit your own map like there's a new york city specific <laughs> one so in, like, I want, i'll i since i now am a premium subscriber to geoguessing i'll click in tampa only <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna throw out a shocker one oh, boston no. and i know it's a great sports town but they are not my type of people i'm sorry Wait, so for what's like every team just yeah all the sports yeah pretty much yeah i mean i get the red sox are, are have uh, some pretty big cultural significance and the green monster and all this stuff like that mm-hmm. it's just like i feel like the one second you are not great everyone hates you where yeah. it's like yeah you know, everyone wants to beat you up and all that stuff like that. You, you just you just fight people all the time. You go to a bar and you lose. You're like a kicker and you lose. <laughs> you're just going to get beat up. And unfortunately, I'm not 5'7 and pale. And uh, I just want to fit yeah. in Boston. So Fair. You watch you watch too Fair much point. of The Departed and like the town and <laughs> all those Boston movies. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. I think it's fair, but it, it wouldn't yeah. be in my bottom three. They're in my bottom three. Did we mention Minnesota yeah. yet, or is we waiting for Bart? <laughs> yeah, Bart Bart's, Bart's waiting. Right. Bart, Bart's going to jump. But I want you to yeah, know. I mean, it, yeah, the Timberwolves are the worst yeah. franchise yeah. by winning percentage. I know they're getting sold, and I do think Glenn Taylor is part of the problem, but I can't imagine how anybody would not have the Timberwolves in their bottom three. I just oh, don't yeah. get it. It's awful. Yeah. And yeah. the cold. Like, a lot of people <laughs> don't like it because the winters are awful. I understand why they are having why they've had a hard time attracting free agents. I'll just say that. Well, I yeah. mean, the saving grace though is that basketball is played indoors, and so is football. That right? is true. So baseball is the only sport that's played. Outdoors, the anti-saving right? grace is that those things are done for like ten percent of the, their days. So that's <laughs> yeah, true. Did you know they keep the windows open, Jared, in the Timberwolf Stadium. So it's cold. <laughs> just to, just to give them the experience. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> No, Minnesota's lovely, and I'll I'll stand by that. As somebody who's lived here for the last year and a half, look. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like, go go to the Vikes, go, go to the outside, like the Twins. Or the the yeah, yeah. I am. It's like sixty five degrees out. It's lovely. <laughs> I don't know if we said it either. I have the Detroit Lions on mine as well. Yeah, yeah. or the Pistons. Or I don't want to be anywhere in the Midwest. Wow. No disrespect. Yeah. 
I would not uh, want to be in a Midwest city. Coastal elite. Other than Chicago. Exactly. <laughs> <Coastal laughs> Chicago is probably the only Midwest city I would I would like. Speaking of coastal elites, I just want to throw out the Yankees. They're in my bottom three. Oh, no Awful. Way. Awful. The media would tear you up. And they're just, they have such a punchable face. You know what I mean? Like, they're just so unlike. Yeah. yeah. Like, the metaphorically tribes? speaking. No, I just no, hate the they're fact, iconic. It's like they're the, the elitists Ama- of the yeah, MLB. <laughs> it's the it's the iconic American sports franchise. You can't yeah, like in a bad way. No, it's no, the Dallas Cowboys. Not. No, it's not. It's the New York Yankees. <laughs> I don't know though that is being you iconic. See are, like, is that such a redeeming quality? I mean, I mean, uh, if you're good for know. the Yankees, there's nothing better than that. Like, if you're Derek Jeter, like, what could beat that? Yeah, but like, do you have integrity? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Derek Jeter never took steroids, so you know. That's that we know of. How about his teammates? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody did it. So, you know. <laughs> Medina Spirit did it. Yeah. 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 The Yankees are for like people that don't want to work hard and just like want want like everything given to them. That's the exactly. Thing. Okay. Jared, who's won more uh, World Series in our lifetime? The Red Sox or the Yankees? The just Red Sox have. That's what he said. Yeah. I don't actually know if that's. Yeah. No, that definitely is. They, the I Yankees forget, won like two thousand. No, they won. They won eight ninety eight ninety nine two thousand. Yeah. I forget that oh, okay. I was like I forget that I was the ages of zero to three at one point. Yeah, since, exactly. been, yeah. <laughs> since we've been conscious, you know. Wait, in so the what? Ninety eight, ninety nine, and two thousand, and then oh nine. Okay, well the Red Sox have oh four, oh seven, thirteen, so they're tied, and like yeah. eighteen. I was gonna make a point about you being more of a Fairweather fan, but it it does not hold <laughs> You are equally Fairweather. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I also had a New York team on there, but I'm I'm going with the Knicks because they have such a dysfunctional ownership, and yeah. they've been so bad for so long. Plus, they've had a team just swoop into the city and draw all the attention away from them. Though that honestly, the Knicks obviously are having a good year, um, but like I don't think I'd want to play for the Knicks in the the current situation. <laughs> Oh, well, they just yeah, clinched Dolan the playoffs. They just clinched yeah. the playoffs. I know, I know. So. Yeah, yeah. And the this... tide, the tides may be turning. Dude, the... a Knicks Nets playoff series would be so much fun. I know. That Speaking fun. of that, the guy can dream. It would involve the Sixers losing, though. So we're not. Like I said, a guy can dream. Or the Sixers collapsing over the last three games, and the Nets yeah. going to the one seed, but. Right. Uh, well, I'll tell you one team I'd play against, which would be the Houston Astros, and uh, <laughs> so I'm still for hire to any MLB MLB teams out there. Even if you're Detroit, I'll play for you. As we've established, <laughs> why it would fight Jose Altuve <laughs> with his yeah, better money, moments notice. Money. Yeah, in a, in a safe setting. Yes, I would. I would not beat him off on the street. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we're moving on. We're moving on. Uh, DK Metcalf, wide receiver for the Seahawks, tried his hands at the Olympics this past weekend. He entered the 100-meter dash and finished in last place at 10 seconds or 10.36 seconds, which is pretty good. Uh, he would have to run a sub 10.05 to automatically qualify, so he obviously didn't. Some Olympic sprinters felt some type of way that DK thought he could just get in and run and compete uh, on a whim. So, Jared, do Olympians command some sort of respect for the professional, uh, the other – Excuse me. Jared, do Olympians command the same sort of respect that other professional sports also command? No, they definitely don't. And, I mean, I don't know. The reason they don't, it it all kind of comes down to revenue at the end of the day. I mean, they're only on TV every four years for 10 seconds, basically. Like, if you're Mm -hmm. you're a 100-meter sprinter, you're on TV, basically, 
where like a lot of people are watching like mainstream audiences once every four years and you might even you might only only do like one or two olympics too so in terms of like that the individual i think like culturally it's like oh it's a nice thing but because it only happens like every four year or every two years i guess an olympics happens it does like captivate the nation for that month but then like football like last football is like a 24 or uh 12 month a year like an, an entire year right like news cycle and people are paying attention to it all year you got the draft it just comes down to branding and like these olympians don't really have the same like pockets i guess to to like market themselves uh the same way that an nfl player or like an nba player ever will um so i think for that reason they don't get some they don't get that much respect you can look at like swimmers and stuff I feel like swimmers, for some reason, seem to command the most respect <laughs> out of out of like uh, American yeah. Olympians, at least, which I think is interesting. I'm not really sure why that is, but yeah, I put yeah. gymnastics out there as well. Yeah, yeah gymnastics yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. also. Yeah. yeah, I mean, okay, so there you go. There's a, there's a counter example. You see, uh, Simone Biles in commercials yeah. all the time now. Does Uber yeah. eats commercials or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I think I the difference yeah. is that like. To be a famous Olympian, you have to be, like, the greatest of all time. Like, you have to be Michael Phelps or Simone Biles. Like, who are yeah. the two, yeah. I'd say, pretty inarguable greatest of all time in their respective sports. Whereas, like, you know, Dak Prescott can get, like, big TV deals. And he's what? not the greatest of all time. <laughs> or get good average. And, like, no offense to Dak. Like, he's a good football player. But he, like, yeah. he can be just good and be famous. Whereas, like, you have to be Simone Biles or Michael Phelps to be famous. Yeah. yeah. I don't know Olympics. that, like... Like, I feel like, yeah, they're not as famous. They definitely don't have the same amount of sustained, like, attention to them. But I feel like they have plenty of respect. Like, I feel like, especially... How do you, how do you measure... Time, how do you quantify respect? Like, sort people of? being impressed by you or, like, wow, you're a member of, like, an Olympic team? Like, that's a huge yeah. thing. I feel like that commands a ton of respect. So, like, I'm not sure... If, yeah. Like, they definitely don't get have the same, you know, like, spotlight. And I wouldn't recognize, yeah, definitely like the, you know, number three or four swimmer, um, you know, U.S. men's or women's swimmer. But I feel like they do get respect. I don't know. And the silence is agreement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's bad. Well, I mean, I they, mean, do like, no, no, no. they do get some respect. It's hard to quantify. Yeah. I just no. feel like people people like praise athletes from major leagues more than Olympians, which is how I would perceive respect. But isn't that just uh, much more of a marketing side rather yeah, than Yeah, right. That's like Jared was saying. Yeah, right. <clears throat> they're, they're two different things, but... So we'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never agree. <laughs> well, anyway, <Yeah>. because, <laughs> because DK Metcalf <laughs> decided to run, uh, we are going to just put NFL players out there on a whim to compete in our own you thought olympics uh so everybody has picked a sport that they want to and i'm gonna start or jared's gonna start us off with actually jared i'll have you tell us what sport you picked and who you think would be good in that position so the sport i picked was fencing notre dame was it was a good fencing school one of our good friends there uh is a fencer shout out to dylan um and yeah i think i thought it'd be interesting there's some like transferable transferable skills that could, could kind of make sense i was gonna do like teams because there's like team fencing where there's three fencers and all, one alternate but i ended up only just picking one per per like class of uh fencing or type 
So there's Epe first, right? That's the heaviest sword and the most like defensive of the uh, games. So this is offensive, defensive lineman, right? I had to go Aaron Donald on this one. <laughs> Wyatt showed me this video of Aaron Donald training with knives, uh, fake knives. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. But his trainer would like his trainer would like uh, swing at him, and like Aaron Donald would hit his hands down and like hit his hands away and stuff like that. It was pretty interesting to watch. Uh, so I got to go Aaron Donald on that. I think he's a big target, but he's he uh, I think would also has bigger reach, things like that too, longer reach. And term and then there's Saber, that's like the quickest one where receivers like it's like a lot of slashing and think. I'm pretty sure that's the one where it's like. They basically just lunge at each other and both yell, and then like whoever hits first wins. Uh, <laughs> I went Mike Evans on this one. He's one of the tallest wide receivers in the NFL. He's like six five, I want to say. Super athletic. He gets off the ball well. I, like that's what I was kind of thinking. Is like a receiver has to like break the press or whatever, mm-hmm. like release really well. So I just went Mike Evans on that one. Then we have Foil, which is kind of just like the best of both worlds between Epe and Saber. Mm-hmm. Points can only be scored with like the tip of the blade in the torso area, so that. I don't know if there's an NFL player that does that motion, like a jab motion where you like are stabbing kind of. I, I was trying to think of it, but I, I didn't really like come up with one. So I just went with somebody that has a good balance between – they said you got to play aggressive defense and you don't want to be too big of a target, right? So I went with Tyran Matthew. I feel like the mm-hmm. Honey Badger is like a good mix of athleticism, not too big, and like aggressive defense. That He was the first person I thought of when you think of aggressive defense, so – <laughs> of current players, like you would think, like Troy Polamalu, somebody like that in the back in the day, or maybe uh, Earl Thomas, but obviously they're either not playing or not in their prime. So, yeah, that's that's my fencing team. I think they would do nice. quite well. I, Aaron Donald's a big target, so I don't know like, <laughs> how big he would do, but he moves really well. So, sacrifice that category, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for the for the greater good. <clears throat> yeah, maybe a bronze, and that's all you really need. so i got a chance to select the nfl four by 100 meter race starting out the blocks i'm picking odell beckham jr i think he's easily one of the more explosive athletes in the nfl and uh, he's not only fast but he's powerful and i think he can get out of the blocks really quickly and get it to his top speed and then he moves on and hands off to dk metcalf who we just saw ran a 10 3 6 Uh, i know he didn't qualify but a 10 seconds is like it's still really good he's a big body He's got long strides. I think he'll be able to maintain pace and maybe even pull away in that second stretch. And, uh, you know, if this is really the Olympics, I expect him to lose probably about 20 pounds so he could be lighter on that back half of the 100. Mm-hmm. But he still would be able to keep up with at least the rest of the group because he didn't get smoked in his heat, which, he get, which we give it to our smoker, yep. Tyreek Hill, who's going to hit that corner. <laughs> he's small. He's compact. He's shifty. He might be the fastest guy in the NFL right now, but because of his size and his speed, I think it's a great combination to dig his feet into that final bend to set up our... Can I guess your fourth? Yeah, to set up our anchor, who which would be... Scotty Miller. Does anyone else want to make a guess? (laughs) Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Scotty too hotty. Does anyone else want to make a guess? Julio Jones. Lamar Jackson. Uh, Saquon? Lamar Jackson. Oh. Oh. oh, we've never oh, actually seen him run a 40 yard dash. So the best way to describe him is just fast. We can't put a number to it but because he's like DK. Indescribably. Right. Yeah. Because he's like DK, he's got those long strides. He gets up to speed super yep. quickly. And I think he's got enough dog in him to be able to finish out a race, at least in the top three. So goes from mm. Odell to DK to Tyreek to Lamar. Nice. I like it. 
Yeah, DK's looking for revenge too. Yeah, so DK's revenge. Yeah, next time, yeah, <laughs> he's been wronged. Yeah, um, but <laughs> got it. Anyway, I'm going with uh, the bobsled. I'm going Winter Olympics. Oh, um, okay. and it's apparently a popular Olympic sport for football players to try. Um, apparently, roughly half the guys in bobsledding have a football background. They specifically recruit um in like college football programs to identify potential bobsledders or potential pushmen specifically um running backs it turns out are especially suited to be like the push guys who the um in a four-man bobsled there are three guys who are gonna push the sled um at the beginning and like they're looking for athletes who are between 200 and 220 pounds with strong lower bodies um and it's good to have a bottom heavy frame uh helps with the the sled center of gravity um it provides power for the running start so it's like Definitely describes a running back right there. Um, Herschel Walker, for one, was part of an Olympic bobsled team. Fun fact. Oh, really? Um, they did wow. not win, but um, he was part of an Olympic bobsled team. So, yeah, it's like it's also like very physically demanding uh, from the same way football is in terms of like a, from a hit standpoint. Um, there's a lot of banging and side to side kind of G4 stuff um, running backs are used to. Um, so anyway, so for my bobsled team, so we, we have the pilot, we have three pushmen. Apparently one of the pushmen's a brakeman, um, but I learned um, in my, my bobsled research that the brakeman's only job is to stop the bobsled after it's crossed the finish line. Um, so that <laughs> seems like kind of a useless job, but anyway. Um, so I'm going for the pilot. I'm, I'm going for someone who's precise, like a, a QB, um, generally tough under pressure, used to the frozen tundra. Um, also someone who might be looking for a job. Um, going Aaron Rodgers on that one. Um, <laughs> I like it. And then, then for my pushman, I gotta gotta pick some running backs. I'm, I'm starting out with Derrick Henry. He's a bit big. He's a bit over the the 220 pound uh, limit, but I don't know. He's like that man. I'm sure could push a bobsled. Um, <laughs> then I'm going for, <laughs> surely. Um, I'm going Christian McCaffrey as my two. He's perfect size for it. Um, he's also got that that lower body power. Uh, the third one, it was it was a tough spot. I think the, the tryout's going to be tough. Um, but I considered Saquon and Zeke, but I don't want too many big guys. Um, I don't think they're going to fit in the sled. Um, so I'm going Dalvin Cook. I'm going going for your boy, Bart. Oh, hey. um, and, and yeah, that's that's my Olympic bobsled team right there. Watch out. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, that's interesting about the football player history. Yeah, I did not yeah, realize I that yeah, I at no all. Idea. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Uh, so I went with handball. I'm glad you did. Um, I also did not do a full team because handball team is seven people. I was just not aware of this. Uh, <laughs> yes. So six six on court players and then the goalie. So I just went with one. Uh, if you can imagine where I'm going with this, I went with a quarterback. Kirk um, so I looked this up. It's not Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is like a duck. A sitting duck, as I say. No, but I looked it up in the the most elite handball players in the world. Apparently, are all like six foot four, six foot five plus, which makes mm-hmm. sense. You want to be able to see over people, mm-hmm. um, and they're also just like pretty, you know, relatively athletic. There's a lot of different, like you know, sudden movement and uh, a lot of endurance is needed. So I, I don't know. I thought a quarterback made sense, especially because at the end of the day, you're throwing the ball into a net. So Can my pick was go for it, Josh Allen. Yes. Mm, yeah. Points. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So he's six foot five. I didn't know this, which is like among NFL quarterbacks, yeah. even is relatively tall. Yeah. Um, 
And like, yeah, he's. If you look at his combine measurables, this is one of my favorite pastimes. Is just looking at those <laughs> measurable like web graph things for players. His is like basically it's pretty close to a circle. So he's super athletic, which I didn't really realize. I mean, I know he's not like a sitting duck in the pocket, but yeah. yeah so he's he's good in that sense. And then ultimately, like people know, like the stereotypical thing about him is that he's got a rocket arm and he's accurate. So I thought it made sense as far as just being like your go-to guy for putting the ball in the back of the net. So, Josh Allen was my pick for the handball team. Hey. <laughs> well, I also just went with one because I wasn't aware of the full team uh, vibe. But, you know, me and Bart are working together on this one. And I did Javelin, <laughs> which I don't even think you have a Javelin team. But So, I'm picking my, my peak Javelin athlete. And to do the Javelin, you need two things. You need to be able to throw something far. And you need to be able to throw it accurately because it needs to be within a certain cone. Um, Magic Moms. So, Close, just uh, we, you know, <laughs> we talk. We talk about top, top <laughs> Sorry, we talk about top ten arm talents a lot on here, but oh! we, rarely t- we rarely talk about top one arm talents. And I think the top, maybe the top one arm talent in the uh, in the NFL is Russell Wilson. Um, so I'm picking Russell Wilson uh, to throw the javelin. Look at his deep throwing attempts last year. 8 of 11, 72%, so he goes, can throw it far and accurate. Uh, 6 to nothing touchdown to interception ratio, 154.4 pass rating. Insane numbers on deep throws. And, you know, you got to be accurate. You got to throw it far to be a javelin mm-hmm. uh, Olympian. So, Russell Wilson fits the bill. <laughs> Should have been nice. Stafford. Nah, I thought you were gonna say Stafford I, when you said I, the top ten. I, I, top I was leading up to it, and then I was gonna let everybody down. Should have been Matthew. I was expecting to go with a. Am I wrong? I feel like javelin dudes are usually like larger. Like linemen is what my first thought was when I. That's saw like this. shot putter usually larger. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ja- javelin guys just oh. usually look like people mm-hmm. who are fit. They like I don't do know. Like, yeah. I cannot picture. I cannot picture a javelin athlete because I don't respect them. <laughs> fair. Oh. <laughs> throwing a stick for a living you know right how hard can it be <laughs> oh my gosh i was looking at lists of like the most and least difficult sports <laughs> and it was just funny what was... on certain sports yeah what's uh, least? The, i think the least difficult i think was uh like rifle shooting or whatever they were like anybody with a little bit of practice could get good at that and ditto for <laughs> oh. um there's one that combines that with shooting a bow, right? Archery? Bow and arrow. Oh, yeah. there's the there's the. Uh... Anyway, th- those the biathlon like, where you yeah, ski. even if they target if they yeah. try hard enough and they can even do it on accident. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> Someone who went to my high school, I think. Oh, hold on, let me look at the notable people from my hometown. Yeah, the 1976 gold medalist in Olympic trap shooting went to my high school. Apparently not that <laughs> impressive, but you know. Do you respect still, him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll Does call anybody even know his name? Donald Haldeman. He has a Wikipedia, uh, Haldeman. Yeah. He has a Wikipedia page. Uh, it just says that he. So, he did, so he's respected. Yes. Uh huh. That's a that's a that's one way. I mean, it's Wikipedia page. I can read it, and we will uh, we'll learn. Donald Stanley Haldeman, born May 29th, nineteen forty seven, through May twenty second, two thousand three, oh. was an American sports shooter from Souderton, Pennsylvania. He won the gold medal in the nineteen seventy six Summer Olympics, the third American to win that medal. He served in the U.S. Army during Vietnam. That's it. Wow. wow. Oh you wow. Know. So Full not too <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Are the Olympics this so, year or next year? This, this year. year. This cool. year. 
Yeah. We'll revisit. Hopefully. That. Well, they yeah, are also yeah. next year too, right? Because of the winter. Olympics. Oh, true. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Solid point. Yeah. Well, we'll catch some NFL players in the Olympics, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Exactly. <clears throat> so we're gonna move on to the NBA. We're about less than five games away, I would say, to the to the playoffs. And the Lakers are having a little bit of trouble. Stars Anthony Davis and LeBron James have missed an extended period of time this season due to injuries. East favorite Brooklyn Nets have also struggled to stay above 500 without James Harden. Got a hamstring injury. Brooklyn at least is the second best in the East, and the Lakers are set to play the Warriors in the play-in game with the number seven seed. So, Aiden, I'm going to throw it to you. Who has the better shot at the finals, the Lakers or the Nets? Um, it's the Nets in my eyes. The, the East is just like a lot more open than the West, I think. In the West, I think the Jazz, Suns, Nuggets, Clippers, and yeah, I think the, the Lakers probably have a shot. In the East, I think it's Sixers, Nets, maybe Bucks. Um, I don't really see Heat. others. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, the Heat are heating up. That is for sure. Jimmy mm-hmm. Buckets is looking good, and they're the defending Eastern Conference champs. Um, and also like the Knicks and Hawks are streaking. Like there've been a lot of like streaking teams in the East. Um, but I'm not really convinced that the top, that, that the final, the, um, Eastern conference finals, um, will have a team outside the top three. Um, and honestly, I think that the Nets have it kind of lucky in that like Harden's going to be back, I think this week or they're, they're saying so, and he'll be able to at least like kind of ease in, in a first round game against, you know, not a bad team, but against probably like a you know passable team um whereas the lakers don't have that luxury and lebron won't like be eased back in i mean first round they're probably they could play the the clippers or the suns right like that's Mm -hmm. not a that's not a breeze especially if lebron isn't like back at full strength they're back kind of in the swing of it um even though ad looks really good at the moment so that is something to consider um but i do think the nets just have an advantage from that perspective and that like they have an, an easier path um, and a little bit more time to kind of get it back together. I'll book it that the Lakers don't make it to the second round of the playoffs. Ooh. Right Whoa. here, right now. Whoa! So who I mean, did, is that they're going to lose in the in the play-in or the first round? Yep. Wow. I'm Say here play-in. for the NBA exploding the play-in. Yeah. in supernova <laughs> if they lose in the play-in after doing the last <laughs> <game>. <laughs> Adam Silver's mind would. Be- <laughs> <laughs> LeBron would be pissed. LeBron's <laughs> rant after LeBron that. would retire. Yeah, I think he, I think LeBron would just fire Adam Silver personally. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. <laughs> he would have Adam come into his office and say, "You know what? I think it's time we go in a different direction." I do have my doubts about the Lakers right now, though, and I think that because they're less than five games away and they have to go into the play-in, and they haven't shown any significant signs that they're going to be healthy, I don't really have a lot of hope that they're going to be able to maybe beat a supernova. Steph Curry. I mean, I'm, that might be an exaggeration because the Warriors have been scraping the bottom for a while. But without LeBron James, I've, I don't have much credit or more, much faith in the Lakers right now. I think Anthony Davis is the best number two in the world, but is nowhere near being a number one. And I think if this team runs into the playoffs, we're just talking about the Pelicans who haven't really made any significant like deep playoff runs with Anthony Davis. It's probably as good as it gets with AD. So if LeBron is like limping his way through a game where he can't finish a game, or he's not a hundred percent, I don't know. I'd be I'd be a little shaky about that. Didn't didn't LeBron say like I'm not going to be a hundred percent for the rest of this year? <laughs> I thought he like said for the rest, oh, of his, sorry, the rest of his career. Yeah. Oh, the rest of his oh career. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm never getting back to 100%. Which I know. I, it's all a marketing ploy that he can, yeah, you know, of, LeBron did it without being 100%. Be like, yeah, I did exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know a lot of players say that, like, once you start playing in a season, 
you'll never be 100% again. Like a lot of football players said the same thing. You just get yeah. so many like minor dinks and injuries throughout mm. the year. But mm. I mean, given the fact that LeBron James had two significant injuries in the last three years, um, and then they had a long period of rest last year, I don't know. Does it, it, it would make me worried that maybe LeBron James' old age is starting to show a little bit, at least health wise. And, uh, yeah, it definitely is. That there's a chance that AD, who's also fragile, might not just be there, you know, when it comes down to it. LeBron's uh, robotic mm-hmm. circuitry is, is breaking apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's bound to happen eventually. <laughs> I mean, it's remarkable how long he was consistently healthy. For of course. S- like, I mean, yeah. yeah so, mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you talk about, like, I was thinking about this when they were talking about DK Metcalf being a physical freak. LeBron like might be even more of a physical oh, freak yeah, than him. Sure. You know, it's yeah. it's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. I think if you look at that term in a dictionary, it should be LeBron's face. Like I can't yeah. think of anybody who's yeah. a better example. Yeah. So. Jags should have signed him to yeah. be a tight end. <laughs> Urban Meyer's there. I mean, he was a receiver know. in high school, right? He, he was. Really yeah. Missed the mark there. I'll tell you that much. Uh, so we have another team. Uh, Aiden mentioned them. We have the Bucks and the Clippers, who are also uh, favorites for the playoffs. So Bart. Should we put any stock in the Bucks of the Clippers making a championship run this postseason? Yes. I would say both, but keyword, judiciously. Buy stock, but judiciously. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not like a G- GME fire sale, get in here while you can type thing. Um, <laughs> no, so, okay, I, I want to say one thing. I was wrong, I think, about the Clippers. I do remember at some point earlier this year we talked about them, and I said I, I wasn't sold on them. I felt like they were leaning too much on Kawhi and, and Paul George, which I still think is true to an extent, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to backtrack that. I think they've looked better, and it's actually, like, I didn't really realize this. The Clippers are the second-best team in the NBA by net rating. Um, so Paul George and Kawhi specifically, when they're both on the floor, they're really, really good. I looked it up. For 750-plus-minute two-player duos, they are the third-best of any two-player duo in the whole NBA. The only two that were better than them are random like, jazz duos. Who cares? <laughs> they don't count. <laughs> I mean, that's not fair. But yeah, Randomly. so I, I think... <laughs> I know. Like, given... Like, I know Kawhi has a little hand thing going on right now. Like, they lost yeah. to the Knicks the other day, um, which was a little suspicious in my opinion. But I think it's just because Kawhi was nursing his hand, and presumably he'll be good for the playoffs. If he's good and Paul George is good, you know they're going to be leaning on them a lot. I think the Clippers are actually going to be quite formidable. So yeah, but like, again, if they lean on them too much, like I was saying, I think that's the catch. They have to not do that. Um, for the Bucks, I also think that they have looked – I actually think they have a better chance of winning this year than they did previously. So there's actually a really good Ringer article mm-hmm. on them where, like, they've actually not been – like, they haven't seemed as good this year. The record is worse. They're not blowing people out, and they're not first in the East like they have been. But they seem like they have found their, their um, groove better than they have in previous years. And the big thing is that Drew Holiday is a big upgrade over Eric Bledsoe. So mm-hmm. I still think that Giannis is the limiting factor again. Uh, if teams can clamp him and, and force him to, you know, take jump shots all night. But I think that they, they're better. They're more cohesive. They seem, honestly, more co- cohesive to me than the Clippers do. So I think that they also are a quite a bit, a, a bit of a contender. And like Aiden was saying, the East is more open. So I think that helps. Especially the Nets, I'm still not sold on the Nets because their defense yeah. is trash. Yeah. So, yeah, I think both of them have a pretty good chance. Yeah, I'm really high on the Bucs as, like as a championship contender. Like, just I've watched them play in a few games over the past couple weeks, and they just look, like, good and cohesive. And I think it's the narrative is sort of similar to the Giannis narrative, in which, like, yes, they are slightly worse this year, and yes, Giannis is slightly worse this year, but I think there is, like, some element of, like, Bucks as favorites fatigue because it's just been the narrative for, like, the yeah. last, I guess, two-ish years in the mm-hmm. NBA. And I just think that, like, well, the Nets are good this year, and the Sixers are good this year, so they just get sort of, like, lost in the mix, and... 
I yeah, I'm very impressed with Bucks. I would not be shocked at all if they made it out of the yeah. Eastern Conference. Yeah, also, that also might be good for them. The fact that they don't have that pressure on them that they have the past two yeah. years, where it's like, oh, like what are the Bucks gonna do? They like it's gonna be a disappointment if they don't make the finals. Like it probably mm-hmm. they're not that pressure. I don't think is there as much this year. So maybe that's yeah. good for for Giannis. But at the same time, the top teams in the East, at least the seventy, the Sixers and Nets were better than the two top teams in the East yeah. last year, at least in my That's opinion, true. I, I yeah. would say. Yeah. Right, so they are, there is, like, in some ways a taller task, I feel like, than it was last year. But also there's the, the bubble and, like, the the whole, like, layoff of, like, what, four months or something like that? Say it, Jared. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say the word. Oh, yeah, it was, it was a pandemic year. It was a pandemic <laughs> year. It was all that, you know. I was, yeah, I was also going to say, as people on Twitter and Reddit like to say, it was a Mickey Mouse championship. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mouse ring. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Lucas, are there any people outside of the Lakers that are like a non-top three seed that we should give a, a chance to be make a good run in the postseason? Yes, and I'm going to ask you to go from Los Angeles, go northeast to where you hit the Rocky Mountains, and look at the Denver Nuggets, who are currently the fourth place team in the Western Conference. Uh, they have, I think, arguably the best NBA player this year, Nikola Jokic, and, and they've been sort of buzzing, even though they've lost Jamal Murray. Um, been a little bit of a rough patch in the past couple games. I think they have a couple of straight losses, but overall they've looked really good still. Um, if you're going to pick any team outside of the top three, I think you pick the Nuggets too because Jokic is the best player on any team outside the top three, like inarguably. Like you could, it's up for debate whether he's the best player in the NBA. Um, I know you could say LeBron, which is, he is like a better historical overall better player, but in terms of like level of play this year, nobody really compares to Jokic, I don't think. So I think that's why you picked the Nuggets. Any arguments at all from, yeah. the, from the group? Yeah. No, um, yeah. One yeah. team that I want to shout out is the Mavs. Yeah. Just because uh, I was, I saw a chart of teams that have improved or deep, deep pooped, gotten worse <laughs> the, the most since the All-Star break. And the Mavs are right up there near the top of teams who have improved the most since the All-Star break. So they've like steadily been getting better. We talked about hot teams recently. Uh, I know they still like Luca is still like kind of kind of the, like the fulcrum of that offense a little bit too much, but I could see them making noise as well. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a fun first round series if it happens too between the the Nuggets and Mavs, which is what it would be right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna go with two bracket well, be, busters. Be Clippers, Mavs, right? Yeah. Uh oh, Blazers. Blazers. He's like, oh. <laughs> no, it'd be Nuggets, Mavericks. They're four and yeah. five. It'd be Blazers, Clippers, three and six. Dude, I loaded these standings literally ten minutes ago. Me too. I'm looking at them right now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at them right now. Anyways, so I'm gonna go with some bracket busters. I'm picking two teams (laughs) Mm -hmm. in the East. Miami Heat. Love the Miami Heat. I think that they have enough dog in them to make a push. Be a bracket buster, maybe first, second round. Mm -hmm. And the Knicks, Aiden. My, I'm giving it to you. I I actually really like the Knicks. Hot team. Maybe they just they just they're just heating up at the right time, and I don't think that they're gonna win a championship. I don't think they have the star for yeah. it, but they might be like a Detroit Pistons. Hey, don't you know we're like, like we're like yeah. or like the, even the Miami Heat last year, where yeah. it's like they just came together yeah. at the right time, and mm-hmm. they have enough momentum, and you know everything kind of yeah. lines up for them. They get enough of a push to get. I mean, I think they'll beat the Hawks, 
uh, who are fifth, and then they might play yeah. a team hard in the second yeah. round. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that the East could be interesting just given all the kind of streaking teams getting hot at the right time, uh-huh. even though I, d- I do still think it's going to be the top three. But I- I'm actually pretty high on the Hawks. Like The Hawks are like 22-11 and 11 since the All-Star break. They were dealing with injuries for the first half of the year. They had a bunch of guys come back. There's still DeAndre Hunter, who just played in two games since January, is coming back like this week. Um, and when he's played, he's averaged 16 points a game on 50% shooting. They've got two really good big men in Clint Capella and John Collins. So I, I think that they could put up a fight, definitely against the Knicks. And whoever, whichever of those teams makes it out um, could give, I don't know, the Sixers a scare, potentially. We'll see. Um, Unless the Sixers lose to the Hornets or something. That's <laughs> always a possibility. I, the nightmare scenario for me as a Sixers fan is they have to play the Celtics in the first round because I think. No, but like, the, the Celtics just lost Jalen Brown. Brown. Jalen Brown for the whole year. So he's like, yeah. I don't so think they're like, going to be much anymore. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe, maybe they'll get better. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> Addition by subtraction, as they Classic. say. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, real quick before we close out the show, I didn't I didn't mention at the start. I don't know why I didn't put this in my news. Russell Westbrook broke uh, Oscar Robertson's triple double record, which is a it's a huge feat. He's an icon somewhere along the lines of uh, Iverson. So, you know, congratulations yeah. to Westbrook since I know you're a huge listener. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our DC listeners. I didn't know that he. Or I didn't um, put it in there for some reason. Yeah, who's to say our DC listens aren't Russell? Right. Yes, you know, you know. Hasn't he averaged a triple double for like over? I the think since his MVP collectively, I would yeah. want to say that's insane. Yeah, just he's just normalized it so yeah. much now. I know. Yeah. I know. One eighty-two. Yeah, that's crazy. What I sent this the other day in the group chat for all of our listeners who read the group chat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in in May, as of Sunday, so two days ago. And he was averaging 28 points per game, 14 rebounds, and 16 assists. Crazy. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, well, uh, if, uh, if I'm done being interrupted now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, as always, thank you for listening. Uh, like Wyatt said at the start of the episode, holler at us. Let us know what you liked and what you didn't like. At this point, I think everybody knows what our social medias are, so I'm not even going to bother enumerating them on uh, Facebook. <laughs> Let us know what you liked. Uh, hopefully you guys liked this episode, and we will see you all next week.